Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyuer. And I'm Jodie Clark. And we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. GBs, you asked, and we listened. A while ago, we posted a story on our Instagram asking if you guys wanted the full tea on how we met as complete strangers and together chose to walk away. Can't believe we're actually going to tell our full story. GBs, our question this week is one that we can all relate to, especially now that we are scrolling more than ever. Mm. And our confession, I actually haven't read or heard of it. Jodie's got it. We got an email. She said, bitch, this is so spicy. I'm going to read it out to you. So stick around for that. As always, Jodes, we are in lockdown. We're coming up to day seven. How are you feeling? What's the general yeah, emotions, everything around it. I mean, what a roller coaster, mm. right? It really feels like we're on a bloody roller coaster with these lockdowns. We feel like we're in the clear, and then no, Gladys shuts our shit down mm-hmm. once again. Look, I, I'm not completely hating it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know me, I'm a homebody anyway. Mm-hmm. But I will say that there are ups and downs in terms of like my mental state Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. this lockdown. Some days I wake up and I feel quite content. I'm in my routine. Other days I just feel a little lost and a little lonely, but I don't feel like I'm alone in that. Yeah, completely. Very universal feeling. Can I say, I did some research after you were telling me about this because I was like, this is such a common um, thing and I wanted to put into words what I'm trying to explain is that yeah. apparently with the human psych we actually need as humans we need to know that there is a finish line yes. otherwise we feel tired immediately if there's no end in sight there's no end it's goal. like yeah I know for me if my trainer is like we're going to finish with four and then I do four and he goes and another four I will ref- I refuse to do it yeah like it's like a mental state so no wonder why we're all so exhausted and over it it kills your motivation hey Completely. and especially as creatives mm-hmm. we need that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so look but how about you because um, you're very different to me. You, I mean, you live for the outside life, honey. Yes. I At the moment, I am just considering myself to be so lucky that mm. I had a little, regardless, just a little part-time job, mm-hmm. even more lucky that I was paid from that commercial because my oh, heart God. just goes out. To, uh, like it scares me the position I would have been in. Just last week I said I just got kicked off Centrelink. Yes. It scares me what position I would think if I didn't have that fallback. And a lot of our listeners are going to be in that position. So, like, yeah. I'm actually getting goosebumps right yeah. now. Our heart definitely goes out to those small businesses, doesn't Completely. it, during this time? Um, classic naughty me. Mm. As soon as – so Jodes and I were in studio together when it got announced that we were going to go into actual lockdown. Yes. And we walked out and we went to the pub. <laughs> I mean, newsflash, I mean, what a crazy Crazy, thing. sounds yeah. insane. We went to the pub and – I don't know what this is, but I get really, if I'm told I can't do something or I get really naughty, I'm like, fuck it, let's just go all out, let's yeah. do it. So yeah. I was saying to Joe, fuck it, like, let's just have a long lunch, like, let's stay out until midnight. Probably, <laughs> probably not the good good way to look at it. Yeah. So I ended up having quite a big night that night, but like nothing that, babe, I think I like played board games with my housemates until 4am, but I just mm. drank every type of, I started with you with, a champagne and a cider and like a red. Yes. And then went back and drank vodka. Like I was drinking everything. Yeah. And I was so hungover. I couldn't stand up until Sunday morning. I couldn't keep water down until Saturday night. And it got to the point where I was kind of like, this just isn't cute anymore. Like mm. I've got to, why am I getting Oh. <laughs> oh. I was okay. like, oh, Take I'm just your time. so sick of feeling like this. Yeah. And I think what people don't, 
understand is that like if I have four, I'm having 40. Yes. Like there is just like, I don't know if any like other people will be able to. I so it's the, it's, it's the binging. It's oh, completely. Like, okay. And it's like not like I drink every night. Don't worry. I've done the whole test of am I an alcoholic? Like I'm not stupid. <laughs> I've done that test. And I'm not. I'm a binge drinker. Yeah. 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 Um, like if I have more than three, I'm like, oh, fuck it. And I don't, there's obviously something mm. I need to work on because like I just can't like, to me, all of my best memories are also tied in drinking. Yes. Like what do people do, honestly? And I, I, I want I want to know if there's any ex-party girls, like real, like me, like an actual party girl, like who's gone sober. Like what do you guys actually do for like a celebration? Like that to me is a champagne. Like it's a good time. Like just a champagne in hand. Like I understand. You know, yeah. like it's everything to me is tied in with drinking. With alcohol. Yeah. It's like finding it's hard, eh? Because mm. like I feel like if you went to a professional, they'd be like, We need to get you invested in hobbies and yeah. extracurricular stuff. But it's like, well, what if you're not that type of girl? Yeah, yeah. And you are very social and extroverted. Look, yeah, I feel like I'm like the most unhealthiest healthy person because everyone's like, get into exercise. Bitch, I do that six days a week. Yeah, I like, am s- extremely disciplined and fit. I just love a fucking drink. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I was feeling really down. I obviously had the fucking anxiety. I was like, everyone hates me today, blah, blah, blah. You know, just everything that's, that comes That's the alcohol along. talking. Exactly. We all get that, yeah. Um. So... I'm decided I have to do dry July. Okay. I, I just have to. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to know that I can do it. I want to see what, how I feel after four weeks. Cause to me, like being slightly hungover is my natural state. Yeah. I <laughs> so, will say being slightly older than you, I know it's hard to believe, but once upon a time, your gal over here was a huge fucking party girl too. And I have the photos to back it up. But I think the difference with me is that I genuinely felt like as I grew older, I just, kind of grew out of it it just stopped fulfilling me anymore Mm. so I think it'll be interesting for you as you get older and evolve Mm. as a woman right Mm. what what floats your boat you might find that it's just something that changes over time like it did with me yeah I know it's just and it's hard because like those are the where do you think I get all my funny stories from Mm. where do you think like we I completely I'm always out networking yes like it actually, I really worry about what I would be like without it. Like, GBs, if you can relate to where Jules is coming from, write in, yeah, let literally. us know. Ex-party us- girls, though, none of this, like, I drank when I was 18, fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm talking, like, bender, like me, like, skits. If there's any ex-skits people. Yeah. yeah. Um, Reach in, let us know what you reckon. Yeah. Give, help Jules out. Because, yeah, celebrations, I'm getting nervous. Like, do you guys just five, high five and that's it? Like, it fucking scares me. I've become more introverted as I've gotten older as well. Whereas, yeah, I think we can both agree you're extroverted. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. let me let me marinate on this. I think this is um, this is a conversation for another ep. Completely. Let's do a main huge. topic on this. Let's wait for our GBs to come back to us. And um, in the meantime, let's go to break, let's shall do we? It, please. And then we'll come on back for our very, very... Oof, I'm a bit nervous about this one. <laughs> I've got a bit of anxiety about this one. Our main topic, stay with us here on Good Bitch. <laughs> Good 
guys, you are back with Jules and Jodes on Good Bitch. And we are about to tell you guys the story of how the fuck we met because everyone who we tell, they always turn around and they're like, whoa, that is such a cool story. It's very feminist vibes. Yeah. And I guess it's just because it's our story, we don't think it's special. You know, we we're like, oh, yeah. If anything, I was saying to Jules, I woke up this morning with a bit of anxiety about even sharing this yeah. with the listeners because – there were parts of the story that were really, as you would know, really hard for me mm. and very stressful. Mm. So it was almost like I felt a bit triggered to even go back there. Wow. Well, I've already cried once, so it's your turn. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> so do you want to start us off with how the fuck, should we say, so I don't think it's any secret that Jodes and I, as we put up on our IG at Good Bitch Pod, if you're not following, we put up saying that we actually auditioned. It's something that people don't realise, that we started with a company. Um, but how did you see the ad for the audition? I saw this ad on a casting website. Mm-hmm. At that time, I feel like I was in between jobs or I was just looking for something more. I was still doing a bit of presenting and whatnot, but I felt like I wasn't quite getting what I needed mm. creatively. Had always been interested in podcasting, saw the ad. Now, I don't know if you can remember what this ad said, but I remember it It wanted women of a particular age Living bracket. in Sydney city. They yes. wanted city girls. We, we are here, baby. We are here. <laughs> they wanted city girls. They wanted chicks of a certain age. Um, I remember saying, you know, people with fun stories that had led, you know, colourful lives mm, like we mm-hmm. have and people that had very strong opinions. Strong opinions was the one. And I remember reading it and being like, oh, say less, my guy. Yeah. And um, obviously applied and went through the process of these auditions with these other girls. Yeah. So apparently Jodes was doing all that and mm. I was still just living my corporate job. I had no idea that this was going on. And then how's this for the bloody universe? So I was on Facebook one night and I was scrolling. I was in bed and then I was like, fuck, I, like, I'll go to sleep. Like, this is ridiculous. What am I doing? And went to bed and then I was like, oh, nah, just one more scroll. I don't know why. I was just like, one more scroll. And the first page I pulled up was this girl posting in like a Sydney's girls group that I'm in. Yeah. And she was like looking for opinionated, blah, 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 everything that Joe's has just said. Yeah, same ad. And I was like, I had always wanted to do definitely radio, but I yeah. was like, oh, podcasts. A hundred percent. I was like, that is so me. I think it was the same for you, no? And such a new medium as well. Completely. And coming from, at that time, I think I just finished a job. And I was still in advertising at that point and I knew that it was a really exciting new medium mm. and something that I wanted to get sort of on the bandwagon Mm-hmm. you know, with earlier rather than later. Mm. So, okay, so we're at this point we're both auditioning. Yeah. Right? I, fit, I mean, we've mentioned this before, but... I essentially would say that I was casted first, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. There was a series of girls. The producers were trying to put together a show of uh, three girls and a show of two girls. So two separate shows they wanted to start. I put my hand up and kind of vocalised, look, I'll be honest with you, I'm only interested in being a part of a podcast that's a duo. Mm -hmm. I've really got my heart set on a duo. For me, that's the dynamic. I just didn't believe in this. It, it can work differently, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, uh, I just didn't believe in the dynamic of three. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I just knew it wouldn't work for me and the vision that I wanted, right? Mm. And then Jules walked in. And I think we should talk first impressions, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I remember exactly what you were wearing. You were Crazy. Sitting- <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. You were wearing this very bright vintage top. Mm-hmm. I know it. Like a hat, of course. Mm-hmm. I think you're wearing your Yeezys mm-hmm. and your P 
pink sort of sparkly skirt. Yeah. And I just thought you looked so fucking cool. <laughs> and um, you know when you see those cool girls at school and you're like, oh, they're so cool. Like they would not be friends with me because they're just so cool. Like that's how I saw Jules. Is like she's so trendy and I just wanted to be her friend. And then when we started talking and she was so just like passionate and direct and kind, I was like, oh, this is my bitch. Like we just kind of clicked, I guess, and we're on the same page in, in terms of our humor mm-hmm. and what we wanted to write about. Because mm-hmm. um, remember we were doing those sort of trial episodes yeah. Yeah, we had to do like trial laps. We had to do workshops. We were thrown together. We had to do all these. Like it was full like like fucking X Factor. Like you had to do elimination. <laughs> we had to go in fake groups. It's fucked. Uh, my first impression of Jodes. Can I pref- can I preface? Oh preface God. This? Jodes had just walked. I remember first seeing her, but she was sitting down because I was walked walked in, and you were sitting down in the corner. And let me say. Jodes had just worked a full day of work. Oh, yes, that's right. And she had just been in a really toxic time Mm. and she hated everyone there. And that's exactly what I saw. I just could feel that. You could feel my energy. I was off it. She was so off it and she was wearing this blazer. She was in work gear, like full corporate home. Work gear, yeah. And you were sitting down and you were eating like a burrito or something. (laughs) You were eating in the corner and you just had, I was like, that is a sourpuss. I remember thinking, like, your energy was just off. I think I was really stressed out at yeah. that time. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, I wasn't clicking with any of the girls. I was yeah. off it at that point until I met you. I was just like, full Aries energy. I was like, I don't want to fuck around. I'm not here to fuck spiders. We're making this podcast mm-hmm. or I'm out. And then we finally got paired together. They said there's going to be, I think they called us just like a sex podcast. And that made, yeah. me, that made me nervous because I was like, well, fuck, does it have to be good sex? <laughs> And then, yeah, they paired us together and we did a few trials and that's when we really kind of started to bond. Yeah, I say there was definitely a bonding experience, but I will say that we definitely had each other's backs from Mm. the start. Mm -hmm. I want to give us credit there. Like I remember during one of our trial apps when Jules and I started recording together, they were doing like these chemistry tests. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, like I pulled her aside and said, I've got it, like, is it okay if, if we can say we need to finish by this time? Because I've actually got a date next door. Mm. Yeah. And Jules was like, don't worry, I've got you. <laughs> we're going to get you to that date, sis. I was like, well, okay, I've got a dentist appointment. I've fucking got your back. Yeah, I was like, oh, fucking what a good bitch. Love that. And then, yeah, we just started meeting at um, the bar next door and we started getting fucking drunk before every episode because <laughs> we needed to have some Dutch courage before we went in to record. I think we just, it was all so new. Mm. It was such a new environment to us and we'd have like a Prosecco before and mm. then we'd meet after, meet up again. And buy the bottle. And buy the bottle after, <laughs> yeah, like before and after the recording to kind of debrief the experience. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of our cute little ritual. Yeah. But we started drinking a bit too much that one day we were like to our producer, wouldn't it be so random if we could bring drinks in, like have a wine as mm-hmm. we're talking? And he was like, oh, no, we would never drink on the job. And as he's saying this, I'm seeing like triple of him in the room spinning. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. As he's saying it, you're mid-blackout. Uh, so, Jones. If that's, you know, it all sounds fun and it all yes. sounds dandy, what happened? What? Why did we leave? I mean, I I feel like for me, I started to get the shits even before you did. Completely, yeah. Right? I, I feel like I kind of cottoned on that the energy for me was not right mm-hmm. and the cracks started to show 
I was feeling quite constricted and mm. controlled. Mm-hmm. It, it just was not feeling natural. Mm. I remember there was one comment that really broke the, the camel's back for mm. me is when they were like, why don't you intro it and by saying, hello, my little vaginas. <laughs> oh, my God. There were so many moments like that, guys, where they were like, I think you should say this Ugh. and do this and, and talk to them like this. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking talk. That's disgusting. Pe- like, People, audiences are so intelligent Mm -hmm, now. They can mm -hmm. see through your bullshit. If we can't be ourselves, this ain't going to work. Exactly. So then we get our contracts. So we've done like two mini episodes with them to see Mm. if we're all Gucci. We definitely work together. Jones and I I know that we're solid together. Yes. And then we get our contracts and we're going to stay above above board, people. (laughs) If we're going to stay above board here. They definitely were not in... Our favour, we had a lawyer look over them and our lawyer was basically like run as fast as you can and never look back. Yeah. We were gagged. We had we would make, never make a cent, which it wasn't even about that for us. Yeah, it wasn't about, it was never, it's never been about the money for yeah. us. But we were like, it just didn't make logical sense mm. for us to be doing all the work mm. and essentially receiving no profit mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and no you know, when you're a creative, you want to feel that sense of reward mm. for what you're putting into something. And it just didn't make sense to be in this situation where we're being controlled, we can't be authentic, and there's no payoff. Mm, we can't even keep our own IP. Like, yeah. I can't really, we can't really say too, too much more than that, but it was just too stupid for words. Yeah. We'd always felt like we were kind of, we were like, fuck, are we being taken, is this a G up? Are we being taken advantage of? And then to have it on in writing, we were like, oh, so we're being taken advantage of. So And we, to be fair, when we initially went back on the contract, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we basically went through with the lawyer and gave suggestions on what we needed changed, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. These are the amend- amendments we need in order to move forward. And it was at that point that we experienced a complete relationship breakdown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was at that point where things turned sour. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, completely. So we sent them our uh, rebuttal of the contract, which was, can I just say, very, very 50-50, which in hindsight is ridiculous. We were being very generous. Very generous. And then they just wrote back saying everything's cancelled, everything's done, and then they started locking us out of everything. So imagine like you've got a business and suddenly you're locked out of Gmail, suddenly you're getting kicked out of all these WhatsApp groups. Like it was literally a race against time to grab things that were ours. It got really messy. Well, thankfully, yeah, girl, you might be slick, but I'm slicker, baby. And thankfully, your girl over here had set up two-factor authentication, bitch. Mm -hmm. So it was never going to go down like that. So... I made sure we kept our accounts in that. But it was just the pettiness for me, Jules. Mm, mm -hmm, Completely. Anyway, so then what happened? So then we kind of looked at each other. We were left with nothing but our IG account. We had nothing. That's right. We just, we had, yeah, we had the IG handle. And don't forget, guys, we've only known each other for... 1.5 2 months max at this point so at that time we just looked at each other and we were like there is something here and we had such a good response to to the two um, initial episodes because everyone was like thank god you're finally talking about the shit no one talks about so we were like there are obviously women who need to hear whatever we want to talk about so we kind of looked at each other we're like do you want to do this? Do you want to really fucking do this Should we do this? So you know, Jules said to me offline, we really jumped first 
and thought later, yeah. right? So imagine not knowing someone really from a bar of soap mm. and we're like, fuck it, are you in this? I'm in this. We purchased all the podcasting equipment, mm. made a pact to mm. just go 50-50 in everything, which we still do to mm. this day. Mm. And we're like, fuck it, we don't need these men. Let's go completely independent. You pay half, I'll pay half. Let's buy all the equipment ourselves mm. and we'll do it on my bedroom floor. But wow, I mean, we were we were truly manifesting in 2020 what is our now reality. Yeah. In but those, we were hustling hard for it. Like we Lucinda were. said, like, we'd, let's give ourselves all the credit. We were also we were doing hustling. all the work, a lot of late nights. And imagine if you're working full time mm-hmm. and then putting in the work to essentially learn how to podcast mm. and podcast and try to not come off like a total fucking amateur. Mm. But look, there were there were times when we definitely, you know, we fu- we would fuck up the audio. Mm-hmm. Or remember, there was times when we actually lost an episode or lost yes. parts of an episode yeah. Yeah. and just shat ourselves. And yeah, well, for the the whole time we're in COVID, Jody just did it without the microphone on. We just did it through <laughs> my speakers. There's like honestly, for the first twenty episodes, I'm like, can we please burn them accidentally? Like this is fucking rubbish. The quality, eh? The quality was just not there. Oh, and I think something I want to point out to people that mm. is harder than people think, and and business owners. <laughs> me a business owner business people owners. understand this when they go into business with someone it is so intense and what Jodes and I we were trying to teach ourselves how to fucking write how to do the episodes how to record but also we were learning about each other don't forget we'd only known each other for a couple of months and exactly. suddenly we're talking every single day suddenly we've got a business together it's a very intense relationship mm. especially when you've got money tied up in mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and you're investing so much of your time in this you know personal pressures and different per- such different personalities mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. it was a lot so I don't think we give each other yeah enough credit for how we navigated that time but I think it does show I'm not gonna get oh my gosh oh wow I didn't realize this was gonna be emotional today like it does also show like the strength of our bond as well Mm -hmm. because there were times there I think in the first year where it was just so fucking hard and I feel like we're both like do we even keep going with this I think what what Jodie's saying is that our effort wasn't being felt we didn't feel like we were like at the start like our first episode held 36 listens and we had done two weeks worth of work yeah and that's when and then as soon as one person like we both can't and we're we're very good at this we both can't be down like only one person is allowed to be down because as people will know you start you it's very easy to just roll and tumble roll and tumble, yeah, tumble, yeah, tumble, yeah. tumble so it's like it's so important to like yeah so it was hard to stay positive when we were getting 36 lessons for an episode we'd worked nine hours for <laughs> exactly like fucking hell people don't under- like yeah people don't really understand the amount of work that goes into it when you're doing the social media when you're recording when you're editing when you're writing you're researching it's a lot mm. and then to get zero we're only really starting to really build some mm. momentum mm-hmm. now jp's mm-hmm. we just wanted to do this episode because a lot of people are like wait aren't you guys best friends who have known each other since you were four and absolutely like we've with such a new relationship Mm. it's such a new friendship it's such a new project so Mm. hope this helps always uh, feel free to tell people maybe to start at this app if they want to know exactly who we are god it's big devo but how we came together how we came together so that was the purpose of this main topic i think i'm going to take us to break yeah because i want to start laughing i know know. i'm sick of us crying and (laughs) jb's follow us at good bitch pod we'll be right back G 
Jeebies. We are back with listener question. And as soon as I read this one, I was like, guilty. I have done this so many times. Can I read it out to you, Jodes? Go for it. GB says, gals, during COVID, I absolutely cannot stop searching my ex flame on Instagram. Please help me. How do I stop? Love you, bitches. Oh, my gosh. I think everyone's done this at some point in their life. If you haven't, you're lying. If you haven't, please stop listening because we can't have liars. (laughs) We can't have liars on these airwaves, ho. Like, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. I've definitely been a sucker for this. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I think we both know what the solution is here. It's a strong block him. Yeah. If you don't block him, you're basically never going to get out of that cycle. Ever. And every time you're landing on his page you're essentially re-traumatizing yourself. Mm -hmm. You are. Mm -hmm. You're never, ever giving yourself that space to move on. I think they say it takes about, give yourself like 21 days. Mm -hmm. There you go, GBs. If one of your girlfriends is struggling with this, make them do a 21-day challenge. I guarantee if they are not landing on his page, if they're not stalking his handle Mm -hmm. in 21 days, they're going to feel a whole lot differently about this Mm -hmm. man's. Mm -hmm. And can I just say on the flip side, on the other side of the coin, all of those people who um, I I have unfollowed, you know, the man's that have, you know, the man's that we talk about. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) I just mouthed it to (laughs) Um, and uh, there's probably probably got a handful. I unfollowed them because this is the um, our morals no longer align yes. vibe. Even I unfollowed him because I'm petty. Yeah, unfollowed him and actually five of them, different vibes. And they are always the first to watch my story. And I always think, oh, you're so, that's desperate. It's so lame. So on the other side, imagine how they're thinking. They've always got a one up on you. Honestly, I know that's that so like, it's, like it sounds like almost like an Instagram thing. But honestly, block them ever since I blocked those mans in my life, actual out of sight. I don't know if it's maybe I'm a simple-minded person. Out of sight, out of mind. That's what I'm saying with do the 21-day challenge. Mm-hmm. Just give yourself that time to, as Jules says, be out of sight, out of mind. If you don't, you'll never move on. Ever. And you're the queen of blocking, and it really is a fucking life skill. Mm-hmm. Can I just – I'm going to stretch this out a bit as well because mm. something that I've found that I've started doing is even following accounts that make me feel like my life is less than yes. or that I'm not doing enough or that I've actually started – like I know this is extreme, but even blocking fucking big influencers. Who or people, models. Or yeah, models. That, yeah. I block them because I'm, I'm, I literally have – I'm starting to think about like, oh, but how would they do this? And I can – I see myself and I'm like, what the fuck? am I doing yeah it fucks with your head like so yeah let's I would say let's put a blanket rule on anyone yeah who's making you feel that type of way like yeah it's just not check even enough yourself. to unfollow it's not enough to unfollow it's not I really think you need to block and for you snaky little bitches creating the ghost accounts I see you mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to cut that shit out too you ain't slick yeah it's like all the guys on my story that are fucking like Becky twenty one 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 underscore three through three. I know it's just one of my exes on a fucking burner account stalking me. Yeah. So that is how you look. Yeah, exactly. And it's you're not doing yourself any service. Go out there and put your energy into meeting a new king mm-hmm. or queen, mm-hmm. someone that's actually going to bring happiness and joy to your life. Or just even having fun because as soon as people start vibrating on that fun level, everyone wants to be around them anyway. So exactly. focus on having fun on your own and people just are so attracted to that. It's we so hope true. We helped you. I would rather people put energy into um, doing some creative thirst traps 
Oh than, yes. Than stalking their ex. Because at least they're putting the vibe out to bring in some some new toxic kings. Oh, some new bad yeah, new actual not even baddies, just bad people. Just, I like that. Do you know what I mean? I like I your thinking. Like it's really healthy. Thank you. It's a very healthy way yeah. of thinking. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go into the confession. I have not read or um heard this one yet, as I said at the start. So I'm excited. I feel like I need to laugh. I feel like everyone in COVID, we need to have a laugh. Oh, this one cracked me the fuck up. And the timing of it all, it just came through overnight. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I want to honour this queen for her timing. You know, we record every Friday. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if if you've got some heat, send Mm -hmm. it through Thursday, okay? All right, let's get into our confession. GB says, A couple of years ago, when I was relatively new to my workplace, I was feeling real frisky one day. Mm -hmm. And it was really showing in my attitude towards my colleagues. I love that part. I'm thinking to myself, how can I scratch this itch when it's only 10 a.m.? So I messaged a little, what you doing, X, to a fellow colleague who I'd slept with a few times before. Oh, okay, okay. Long story short, he was on board with the idea of going downstairs for a quick fuck in the bathroom. So I asked my manager, where is the downstairs bathroom? Because I was new to the job And so I told her I'd be back shortly and went downstairs with him to do the deed. I let him come in my mouth and went back upstairs about 20 minutes later to go about my day only to get home and realize I had dry cum on my black blouse for the entire work day. (laughs) I'm 99% certain my manager knew exactly what I'd done, but we never spoke of it again. I hope this bitch doesn't work in fresh produce or something. <laughs> oh my god! I need to know more. Okay, so that I, I want to know story. exactly what type of romp it is. What the fuck? What's with everyone hooking up at work? I hate everyone at my old jobs. I Have mean, you? I could fucking never. I don't think I could ever get away with that. It's so fucking naughty. I love the part where she was like, I was feeling real frisky and it was it's, coming through in my attitude towards my colleagues. <laughs> she's like just spanking her manager. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're looking real good this morning, Barry. What the fuck? Fuck, people are out the gate. Hey, people I, are just brazen. I fucking love that kinky shit. Uh, but yeah, have you, have you fucked anyone from work or at work? Um, I fucked someone from work, yeah. but it was not at work. Yeah, it was time. like we took it after hours. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I, there was um, – I linked with – we were at the same meeting oh. and we were getting really, like, flirtatious over the um, the cold meats. Oh. And then I invited him back to mine from the meeting. We're still, like, in our work clothes. Oh, my God. I ha- oh actually, that reminds me because that's a spicy story. I remember when I was working in a call centre – Back in the day, it was so great. I was selling wine. Oh, I would love that job. Oh, it was fucking. This is what I'm saying. I used to be a massive drinker. Love that. And um, anyway, it was. We did these day shifts. So mm. in the middle of the day shift, we went back to my house. This is when I was living in Redfern, mm. and we had sex in the middle of the day. Oh yes, I remember this with your name badge on. Oh my god, it was so. I love sp- that for oh, it was you. so spicy. Oh, GBs, we hope uh, we've brought you a bit of relief over this time. Um, you know what? If there's <laughs> a, bit a bit of relief, if there's someone who needs to hear the good bitch message, just spread the word. I'm going to stop saying subscribe. You know what? Tell someone you love about good bitch. Just tell someone that maybe needs to be cheered up through this lockdown time. <laughs> As we both cry through the episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
we promise to try and stop crying. But look, we do love you, bitches. We appreciate you sticking by us. And, you know, if you do still love still love the show, make sure you jump on to Spotify, our faves, and Apple Podcasts, and rate us five stars. And make sure you're following our Instagram at goodbitchpod. And, I mean, I guess we'll be back next Tuesday. What yeah. do you think, Jules? Fuck, see you next Tuesday. Love you, bitches. Love you. Love you.